You are listening to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. Black voices chatting on experiential travel, dedicated to creating a global community of travelers. Be bold, be inspired, be spontaneous. We are YBT. Welcome everyone to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. My name is Simone and today I have Misty with me. Welcome Misty. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on today and to be able to speak to you about all your amazing trips that you have taken and what's next for you. So before we get started, just tell me a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you more. Well, I'm Misty, and a little about me is I studied education, actually. Um, At Illinois State, I studied to be a history teacher, history and social sciences for high school, because I'm really, I prefer the older kids, because I like to get into the nitty gritty about high school, uh, or about history and stuff like that, and it's easier when kids are older, you know? Yes, definitely. Um, I've been traveling for quite some time because my mom made us travel when we were younger, which was really nice. So I've been really lucky to have that since I was a child Um, instead of discovering it later in life, which is always nice. But it's always nice to have that seed planted from like a young age. Um, You know, I like the usual things, traveling, camping, music, all of this type of things and history. It's one of the reasons that I like traveling so much is I like to discover like new historical things and understand different places. Awesome. No, I totally get that. I'm also a teacher as well, educator at heart. So, and I love history as well, but I teach the younger ones um, and I, I get it, right? That being able to um, teach more content it, um, and those kind of conversations with the older one, but I do love my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which levels do you teach? I teach um, elementary school, so I work with K to five. Okay, my mom was um, fifth to eighth. Fifth to eighth. Oh, nice. So yeah. we all got it covered. We got it covered. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I know now you are in Spain. Um, tell me yes. about what led you to Spain. Why Spain? And what are you doing there? So right now I'm teaching in Spain. I am a conversation teacher and I actually live in the Canary Islands. I live on Tenerife. Um, We're seven islands. Well, now we're eight as of the last couple of years, but we're seven islands off the coast of Morocco. So it's actually not very close to Spain. It's a lot closer to To Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Like literally right off the coast. Like we get their weather. Wow. um, Which is sometimes nice. And sometimes we just have big old dust storms. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super nice. I actually came here because um, I first started my teaching in Chicago. Um, yeah. And one of the things that really frustrated me was that I had a lot of students whose parents um, didn't know English very well or mm-hmm. didn't know English at all. And one of the things that was frustrating for me is that as an educator, I don't think I can be a good one unless I can talk to the parents. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I was like, well, if they can't speak English very well, got to learn Spanish. There we go. My thing is I'm better at being like hands on. I can't just do it myself in my bedroom or something. Um, so I was thinking of, a a, to go teach English somewhere, but Mm -hmm. to learn Spanish at the same time. 
Awesome. And originally I was looking at somewhere close, like this, like the America's side of the Prime Meridian. So I was thinking mm-hmm. of Colombia, Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Ecuador. Okay. But my sister's friend applied to a program in Spain and she told me that I should apply to it. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine. Well, why not? Yeah. And I ended up applying to it and I'm actually kind of hands off. So I applied to just one and I was like, okay, one and done. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. <laughs> and I got it. And that program placed me in the Canary Islands because I had never heard of this place before. Yeah. No. Awesome. No, definitely. So how long have you been there? Um, This is my third year. I've been here since, so it started with the school year. So September, 2019, mm-hmm. right before COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did that shift? Did you guys have to shift into remote learning also? How did that impact you? Yeah. So we did not do remote learning as long as America did because um, actually we, we started with our remote learning and it changed our school schedule like completely. It was so interesting because all of our cameras had to be off and I teach conversation class. Yeah. And being sometimes with like the little kids always wanted to do it, but you know, when you get older, sometimes right. you don't want to do it. Like a lot of the kids I know for a fact were playing video games because they would accidentally <laughs> turn on their cameras. Um, but it was just, it was a little, it was a little something, but um, it was interesting, but we only did it for the end of that school year. So March to June, we finished June 30th here in Tenerife. Okay. So till June 30th. And then when the school year started, we were back in the classroom. Okay. Yeah. I just jumped right back into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No, it definitely um remote learning and teaching was a bit hard and especially like turn on your turn on your screen and and they would be like oh it's not working i can't hear you and all of that i'm like yes you can like turn on on your screen (laughs) yeah yeah and i don't know it's just so interesting and during that time i know we all had to deal with it whether it was teaching or doing business work or working in an office and you know how sometimes you're just like oh it's 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 just technical difficulties technical difficulties yes (laughs) the the phrase of the year yeah definitely (laughs) Oh, no. Um, I love that. And I'm glad that you were able to um, do that. And you took that proactive approach um, going abroad to um, learn Spanish, but also to teach as well. Um, That's inspiring to a lot of us here. So I'm going to just shout out some words. And I just want you to tell me what comes to mind when you hear this. These words. All right. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Travel. Travel. When I think travel, I think understanding. Okay. Summer. Summer is for adventures. Definitely. My next word is adventure. (laughs) Uh, Adventure is experience. Okay. Teaching. Teaching. Basic, but education. Mm. Global. Worldly. Black. Inspirational. Mm. Food. Cultural. Cultural. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. And that kind of leads us where we want to go. Um, And we will jump back into this conversation right after our break. Thank you. (music) 
Welcome back to Young Black Travelers Podcast. I have here with me Misty and she is telling us about her story, her travel, about teaching, and we're just going to continue our conversation. So um, Misty, I know you're a traveler and I um, know this interesting fact about you that I want you to talk a little bit about as I think it's so impressive that you have been to 25 countries and under 25 like I think that is awesome and I wanted to know was this intentional um yeah so originally no it was not intentional okay um but I got to a point where I think I was like 21 and Mm -hmm. I was like with all the countries that I've been to, I could totally do 25 by 25. Nice. And then when I was 24, COVID hit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, maybe I can't snap. What number were because you up to I, then? I was at, what was I? Uh, 22 or something. Okay. 21. Yeah. 20, I think it was 22 because I had three countries planned for that summer. Okay. Um. No, two countries planned for the summer and then one for the fall. Okay. Yeah, so, like, it totally wasn't intentional, but I came to the conclusion that I was like, you know what? I love to travel. I should totally make myself goals for traveling, whether mm-hmm. it's solo or with people. I do not care. I'm I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do it. That's so good. I love it. And so congratulations on that. That is such a huge accomplishment. I know we all, Thank like, you. have travel goals and for you to be able to do it and to finish Within COVID, you go, girl. (laughs) Thank you. So do you have um, a next goal do you, that you want to accomplish next? Like, can you tell us about that? So right now, my next travel goal, well, one, I want to start traveling more um, around South America, Central America. I haven't been to Central America at all. Um... I'm going for my first time. Well, technically, I live on the continent of Africa. I live off an island from Morocco. Right. But I haven't been to mainland. Got so, it. So um, I'm doing that this summer. But I want to travel more to, like, not Europe. Got it. Because I've been to so many countries. So I want to... I'm trying to plan a trip to Southeast Asia. Um, and then more to South America. Because it's just so close. Yes. And it's like, why haven't I been here more? No, I totally get that. And so um, we also have one of our podcasts um, regarding Kenya. And we got so excited here at Young Black Travelers. We're like, we got to make a trip, more trips to the motherland, you know. So it's really exciting for you to be able to talk about that and hear that, you know, you're inspired to do that. So that's awesome. Um, So tell us about some of those countries that you already been to. Like, what were some of your favorite places to visit and what would you recommend? Favorite places. Okay, that everybody always asks me, what's your favorite (laughs) place? And I'm I'm always like, I have favorite things about certain places. Like I have different favorites for different reasons. All right, so let's go through some of those favorites. So, okay, favorite um, food destination. Oh, food destination. I right now I'd have to say Italy. Italy. Okay. Italy has some really nice food. Um, mm-hmm. I did my study abroad actually in Rome. Yeah. So I was there for about five months. So I got to actually travel up and down. And um, during that time, I studied wine. Mm, nice. Um, 
Yeah. So I learned how to like pair, how to go to different regions. And it's it's been fun. But my friends really hate it for <laughs> me because they're like, OK, we don't care if this wine is bad. I like barefoot. I'm like, oh, yes. 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 <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they have really nice food and like especially the mom and pop shops out there. Like, I don't know. It's just nice and it's communal and you can feel like their clocks are centered around food. It's very much like Spain. The clock is centered around food. Afternoon mm. doesn't start till after you've eaten your lunch Love around one thirty-two. So it's very important. And in Spain, we call them sobremesas. It's mm-hmm. people who sit around the table and just you're finished with your food, but you sit there and talk for an hour and a half. I love that. And that pace um, of life. I really yeah. think that's important, right? Like, yeah. Being around the dinner table, a table and having connections with people exactly. through food. That's exactly that's an awesome thing. Okay. So, so I'd we say have Italy, Italy. Definitely. Italy. But right. I also will give a shout out to mm-hmm. because I'm from Oak Park. I was born out south uh-huh. in in Chicago. And Chicago that's a food place. You okay. gotta if you haven't been, go. <laughs> it's food, food, food. All you gotta do is eat. And nice. I've been to Chicago once and I, I was like, I have to try the deep um, dish pizza. Yeah. But I still got to give it up for New York. I'm from New York, so I got to give it to New York with the pizza. But I know everybody Oof, loves their deep dish. Deep dish isn't we we have this. Oh, our perfect pizza. What we actually eat is in squares. Is it? okay. It's not deep dish. It's a little bit uh, thicker than a New York pizza, mm-hmm. but it's in squares. It's so in squares. when I was little, I didn't, I thought like triangle pizza was only in like television and yeah. New York. I had no idea it didn't <laughs> come in squares. <laughs> that was your reality. You're like, what, yeah. is, what is that? That's for like, the TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, okay. So where would you say um, were some of the top spots for like um, the beaches? Beaches. Um, My top beaches have to be, I actually, in high school, I did a program to go to the Galapagos Islands for two weeks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And those beaches are amazing. If you ever have the opportunity to go to the Galapagos, it's very difficult because it's a protected area. Right. Um, off Ecuador. Um, those beaches are amazing. Mm-hmm. Then I'll say right now I'm living in Tenerife and in the Canary Islands, our beaches are actually black sand. Almost all of them. Beautiful. And we have these things called charcos. Uh, They're kind of like natural pools and they're just so beautiful. So the beaches here are definitely something, not something to sleep on. Ah, nice. Okay. That sounds like a go-to place (laughs) that we have to, um, that we have to go to. I hope our listeners are out here taking notes as I'm taking notes as well of where I need to be. So, okay. So where would you go for like your adventures or lots of activities? Where would that, where would that place be? Mm, So for like, for cultural activities and Mm -hmm. adventures, I choose Austria. Okay. Um, I think that the country has great diversity. I went to Vienna and took a train to Salzburg. Yeah. Um, but Vienna is like culture, museums, food, wine, music, classical music, all of this. And mm-hmm. then you can just take a two hour trip to Salzburg and it's mountains, nature, great pastries, these such things. And then in Vienna, you can take really quick day trips to Slovakia or uh, Czech Republic, Hungary, stuff like this. Two hour train rides. Easy. 
Um, yeah. And then for just like fun adventures, uh-huh. Columbia. Oh. Columbia is so underrated. Uh-huh. It is a fantastic country. The people are so friendly and they're always welcoming. So there's like a lot of fun things to do out there. Yeah, I, I heard of the, the party bus. Um, one of those things to do uh, yeah. out there as well. No, okay. Columbia. We also have another podcast on that as well that you guys can check out. Um, done with one of our team members, Asher. He went to Columbia and had a, an amazing time. So he's always plugging Columbia too <laughs> to go there. So that's what's up. Okay. So what about for nightlife? Like where was your, where are your destinations for that? My top nightlight destinations. Let's see. I'd say America is one of them. We mm-hmm. cannot sleep on America. <laughs> um, just every every city has like a different type of nightlife. And yeah. it's so interesting. Okay. Um, because it is so big and diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd also say Germany has some pretty good nightlife. Ooh. Um, I was surprised. The music was definitely different for me. Yeah. But the people know how to have a good time. Ah, Germany for the nightlife. All right, for the win. And I guess I will do this one as well. Where did you get like your for shopping? If you want to get some um, things to take back home, like where was some of those best places for that? Best places for shopping. France has fantastic shopping. We all know that. Uh Um, Austria also had some pretty amazing shopping. I was rather shocked. Mm. Um. And I liked shopping. Let me think. Italy. Italy. Italy Italy has, yeah, the shopping, it's amazing. Even their, like, really small boutiques are just so nice to look at, so nice to walk down and just see. And they have so many options. And the thing is, too, Mm -hmm. I was surprised. Um, My roommate last year is from Rome. And I went to go visit her this past December. And Mm -hmm. we went into a shop and she wanted to buy something. Like a regular shop, not like a market or something. And mm-hmm. she haggled in the shop. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Isn't this a store?" And she was like, "It doesn't matter. It you could you could haggle matter. wherever." And I was All like, right. "Okay, okay, good to know." <laughs> yeah, because normally you're like, "Okay, it's a shop. The prices are fixed. That's it." Exactly. Yeah. But that's a good insight tip right there. Yeah. And especially the... in the south of Italy. Okay, got it. So where felt most like home? Most like home. Or you're hmm. like, you know, I can live here for like a long time. Like I can see myself like just relocating and settling down and making this home. Was there any place you I would say there like were that? three places I felt like that. Okay. So one was Italy, mostly yeah. because it's so diverse. There's different types of people. There's different types of food. Um This country actually is a little bit smaller than California. And you know how... Mm different northern california to southern california is it's kind of like that in italy and i like how you can go to the mountains or you can go to the south and go to the beach um austria i really liked mainly because of the history and culture and as i said before i studied history so (laughs) all of that stuff is interesting to me i used to play the oboe so the classical music's interesting to me um they have great services great it's just a good country you know Um, And then I went there when I was like a kid, but Mm -hmm. Mexico, Mexico, it's just so nice. The people there are fantastic. Which part did you go to? 
So I ended up going to the Yucatan Peninsula. Um, I went to Playa del Carmen, um, Cozumel, and Mm. uh, some towns just down. Like, we we went around. Okay. Um, But the people there were very welcoming. And then I have a lot of friends in Chicago who are Mexican-American, first generation. So their parents are all from there. And I don't know. It's just they're so welcoming. Always inviting, always very familial. And I am a very familial person. So I like to hang out with family and friends and make my friends my family. So Mexico is very much like this. And they always want to have a good time. And I'm always down for that too. (laughs) Yes, a nice, well-rounded kind of culture. So I love that. Exactly. And they have great history. Fantastic. And food. (laughs) Food, history, culture. Like, what more can you ask for? Beaches, mountains. You got it all. Exactly. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So for you, like, how do you make those decisions regarding travel, where to go to, um, where you're going to stay? Like, walk us through that a little bit. Um, So when I was younger, I went to maybe seven countries. And obviously that was by the hand of my mom. No choice. (laughs) It was just like my aunt was living in Finland at one point. Okay. And my birthday is actually on the summer solstice, June 21st. Um, So we went to see all day sun. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Um, okay. But so all like some of those were by the hands of my mom. But mm-hmm. then when I studied abroad in Italy, it was just like my friends and I were like, what's the cheapest plane ticket we can get? There we go. Book it. <laughs> because I went to Romania and round trip, it was 40 euros. Wow. Round trip. Yeah. Yes. Which is like, what, 45 USD? About, right. Nothing. So that's exactly. the dinner. Exactly. (laughs) So um, some of it was like that. And then outside of that, it was really like, what do I want to see? What do I think would be cool? Um, Like, for example, some of them were just throw in the air and I landed there like Columbia. It was because I started working at the school I was working at late. Everybody had spring break plans and I didn't. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go somewhere. And Columbia was the cheapest ticket booked it and went. Like, I'm going exactly <laughs> and then some of them have to do with can I see a lot of it and can I visit somewhere else at the same time for example Austria was that for me okay um I wanted to see a lot but then there were also really quick day trips like when I went to Slovakia but there were also trips to like Hungary or right there Czech or something like that and yeah so and, or the same thing when I went to the United Kingdom. I did mm-hmm. England, Wales, and Scotland. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good way to think about it. Like, what is nearby that I can just hit? And as you said, some of those are quick day trips. Or exactly. even ferries go there. Or a small plane that doesn't even cost that much. So, no, exactly. definitely. And people, people think, like, oh, it's so expensive. And yes, traveling can be expensive. But you have to think of cheap ways to do it, too. Like, mm-hmm. when I was in... England, I took a five euro um, or five pound bus from one part of England to Scotland. Okay. Um, I I usually end up staying places with hostels because I go travel a lot of loan. Yeah. And I like to meet people. So that's one of the things, like I'll meet people and go on a day trip. Like I was in Spain and I went to Montserrat, like with these two people that I met in my hostel and we awesome. went hiking, went to one of the... Um, monasteries like super cool things but i usually end up staying in hostels because 
Um, I like to meet new people mm-hmm. and my friends are usually wanting to do stuff like that too. Yes. And a lot of hostels, they have female dorms, like all female dorms too, but mm-hmm. a lot of them have trips connected. For example, when I was in Colombia, there was a dirt bike trip that you could pay extra for. I went on the sail- two-day sailing excursion Ooh. to different islands around Colombia. So, No, definitely. I've stayed at a couple of hostels while traveling. And it is, a, as you said, like a really um, good way to meet people who are also maybe traveling solo. And they're like, hey, let's do a, um, a trip together, like for the day and those are some of the best adventures i feel like exactly you just meet some new people <laughs> like-minded and you go travel yes like, because it's fun. It. it's fun and maybe you see these people again <laughs> like i met up with people that i met in hostels before oh, nice that's really yeah. cool i love it i love it i love it um so thank you uh, misty we're going to take another quick break and we are going to come right back Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We are with Misty um, talking all things travel, all things education. And so before we dive right back into our conversation, uh, Misty, today is Mother's Day. And so we just wanted to give our um, give you an opportunity to shout out someone that is either on your page that you like to shout out a fellow traveler. Who is it that you want to shout out today? Uh, the person I got a shout out is my mama. She, (laughs) she's the one who put that traveling seed in me and that traveling bug. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gotta be my mom. She's the one who got me here, to be honest. Love it. Nice. She started that, planted that seed from young and you just took off and did some amazing, um, things and have amazing travel stories. So shout out to mom. Thanks, mom. Nice. So as we're wrapping up, can you just share about how do you see education and traveling fitting together for you? Um, The way that education and traveling fits with me is one of the things I said earlier in our talk was (laughs) that traveling is understanding. Yes. Um, And I think that traveling helps get you out of your own little bubble. Right. you could live in New York, like you, for example, or out in Chicago over here. Well, I'm in Spain right now, but out in <laughs> Chicago and you could see all this stuff. But if you don't go and see things, it, you don't always understand. You know right. what I mean? Like every culture has their own thing. Like, for example, we might think it's crazy that somebody eats, I don't know, insects. Mm-hmm. but. People in India think it's crazy that we eat cows because it's sacred for them. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So I think that traveling, education, and understanding are one and the same because you learn cultural things. You learn how to understand things, how to see things, a new a new world view. And honestly, like in, in America, America is a very big country mm-hmm. and people knock it. But I think that... Even traveling within America, you see so many different cultures, so many right. different things. And like, then you have North, you have Central, you have South. Exactly. Like so much to see. Like San Diego, Chicago, New York, and Atlanta are completely different places. Right. Completely. Right. And even those towns right outside there, the food, the dialects, the culture, religion, so like socioeconomic, all this stuff is so different. Right. So I think it's important to like get out there and travel education and understanding. I think they all go 
um, parallel. And it's been a thing for me um, because I teach high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I So my last teaching job in America was in Humboldt Park. Shout out Clemente. Yes. Um, but one thing I would hear my students say is like, oh no, like white people do that. Or how come you do that thing the white people do? Mm, and I'm like, yeah. we could do that too. We, we can, can do, do that. that too. You right. just got to see that we could do that. And so I, I'll show them like, oh, I went here. I went here. And I'll, I'll tell them like, mm-hmm. this is the way I save money. This is the way I budget this, is, you know, so that they can see that too. And right. I think it, it could exposure. help them. Mm-hmm. It's exposure. It's understanding. And I think that's just so cool and a, a good way to like do things, you know? Right. No, um, bring it back. And so, no, I think that's, as you said, so important for them to kind of see like, yes, we can do it too, right? We don't have to be limited. And you're showing the ways to do that. Sometimes people are like, you know, it costs too much, but you put aside from the dollar that you get, you put away half of that, you know, it exactly. all adds up and that's good saving habits as well. So I love it. I love it. Exactly. Yes. So what advice would you give teachers or just people who is interested in traveling and teaching? How can they make that step or that transition? I know you talked about a program. Can you talk a little bit about the name of the program or other programs you may know that people can get involved in? Yes. So when I chose um, Spain, I ended up doing this program called Medias. And it's interesting because the programs are different. Like mine was a private program. Mm -hmm. There are programs through the Ministry of Spain. Um, There are programs through different organizations in South America stuff. There's all types like you could just Google it and they will pop up. Yeah, I will say that the ones that are usually in Spain, sometimes they're a little bit iffy on the pay. Okay. <laughs> okay. They we might pay that. you in September and then not pay you again until December. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. a little iffy. So we have to watch but out mine was, for that. Mine was private, so it was like constant, but I also had to do a university program with it. Okay. Um, but I ended up asking my school to hire me directly. Okay. Um, and they did. So I say, if you're in a program and you want to continue, ask your school to hire you directly. Because like in my case, it was cheaper for the school to hire directly than to use a third party. Um, Then just like you have to know that it's going to be a big cultural shift. It might be a language barrier. It might be a language shift. But the people where you're going, the people are going to understand that and they're going to try and help you. So even if you're scared to step outside of your comfort zone, like get to it. When I went to Spain, I, I didn't know Spanish like that. I knew how to say like, where's the bathroom, my <laughs> alphabet, my animals and my colors. Yeah. So I, I literally could not say like, can I have a hot dog? I couldn't say that. Right. Yes. <laughs> and now you can. So, exactly. <laughs> so um, it's just learning, getting, getting to know locals, stuff like that. Um, but looking out for those programs is very nice. And they have programs all over the world. So anything you want to do, they have it. Nice. Good advice. Thank you so much, uh, Misty, for that. Is there anything else that you wanted to let our um, listeners know about either teaching or traveling? Any last um, words? Yeah. So I'd say just get to it, like do it. And if something that's difficult for you is stepping outside or going to a country by yourself, um, going somewhere by yourself, do it little by little. Like if you're 
in New York City, take a trip by a, by yourself to upstate. Yeah. Stay in your own state. Just go somewhere close or um, start there. Or And then next, maybe you're like, oh, I'm in Chicago and I want to go on a day trip. Like, go to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Go to t- Tennessee. Go Like, start little. Don't think, oh, if I want to travel solo, I, I have to go from United States to Thailand. Like, no. And also... From whatever country you're from, explore your country because your country has good things to offer too that you might not realize because you live there. Yes, yes, no, um, definitely. There's so much to explore, as you said, locally, as well as venturing out across the border, right? So, no, thank you so much, um, Misty. This was amazing conversation. I am so happy that we finally was able to connect. And all the best to you as you continue to teach um, and continue to travel. I want to hear maybe you do another um, 25 more by what? Like maybe 40? Probably. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, that's, yes. That's a dream, right? <laughs> that's a dream. So yes, we look forward to kind of just hearing more about your stories. Thank you so much again um, for coming on. And for all our listeners out there, we just want to remind you to support our podcast by becoming monthly contributors to continue to hear great stories like these. And we want to just remind you guys as summer is coming to stay safe, make those travel plans, um, and just have fun. So we want to say thank you. Take care, Misty. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated this. I love your podcast. I'm not even a podcast person. And I listened and downloaded (laughs) multiple and I was like, tell me more. So this is a podcast you should definitely be listening to. Definitely contributing to. Um, Get to it if you don't. (laughs) We appreciate you. Thank you for for that. Um, Take care, everyone. Bye, Misty. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you so much.